TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face and then they take a shiv or a machete and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy and I'm more of a front stabbing person and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics like don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love, a couple with children, a couple with differing opinions and perspectives a couple that survived he's kind of like an impetuous guy in in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus okay it's the missus here with the mooch hi mooch you got a nice smile. You're smiling very nicely today. What's going on? It's like mischievousness. No, I just had lunch with my Lauren, one is, of my besties. Yeah, this is a sign and my, my wife laugh. was like pigging out at lunch. So what did you I have? I didn't pig out. You had like massive desserts or what's going Not on? Not at all. I just am laughing because one of my best friends happens to be Anthony's assistant. So the stuff we talk about and she tells me that I don't know about prior to her telling me is comical and it's funny. Plus, we used to work together, so we just were reminiscing on old stuff. Right, well, That's in, all. In, I have nothing of my sleeve. Introduce Lauren. But anyway, today we have a special guest um, on Mooch and the Misses. Her name's Lauren Foster, um, formerly of Real Housewives of Miami fame. And somehow, how, the housewives keep coming back into my life in one way, shape, or form, right? So... I know front stabbing could be your housewife's tagline. Oh, yes, my front God. Stabbing. Yeah, we're you front know, stabbers in our family. No I'm, not, we're, I'm not we're any Italians. stabber. We're Italians. I'm, from, a you know, I only, I, I'm Anthony's a, the front stabber. I'm a front stabber, but I'm not a first stabber. It's a very big difference. Oh, okay. right? oh, that's, that's a huge difference. Right? Someone's sure. coming after me, Absolutely. no problem. Then I'm going to go right at you. Yeah, I have to agree with you that. What I'm yeah, saying? we're not I'm, going after anybody. No, just but I'm not going to do it behind you. If you're, cr- you're coming after me, i got to go right after you, no problem, very totally. publicly, very front publicly. Front stabbing all the way. Yeah. This is how we begin our podcast. We were talking about Anthony's front stabbing um issues but anyway we have, we have front stabbing knives at the hunt and fish club if you come up to new york we'll get you a knife oh my goodness we'll i'm in new york almost every month oh All right, well we so have we're to gonna see put you. your name on one of our front stabbing we knives. have to meet you yeah for sure right? we'll, we can have a like a lunch or something with kathy and we could have also actually next time we'll have you in studio no that'd be oh, good yay. right that'd be major yeah so where are you right now i'm in my office in miami Mm-hmm. I'm Miami Beach, sunny, gorgeous Miami Beach. It's like the most gorgeous day out right now. Oh my gosh! So gorgeous. Yeah. I'm jealous. It's September in New York, so it's kind of like in between summer and fall. There's really no weather. It's just existence. I have to say, I love this time of year in in New York. Do you? I really do. I mean, I'll probably be up there at the end of the month at some point. So yeah, yeah well, then it starts you know, you becoming fall. Yeah. And it's good for and the fashion. The start to change. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Right now, we're, we're, I'm still just getting over the fact that summer's over and we have mm. winter around the corner. Did you guys go away? 
No, we actually, we just spent um, the Hamptons, the Hamptons, spent the summer in the Hamptons, which is like an escape, a getaway for us. Yeah, so we just yeah, hung yeah. out there, you know, with our kids. I go to East Hampton a lot. Yes. I love East Hampton. It's the best. It's a great way yeah. to get away from the craziness of the city in the summer. But we're back, so I'm just kind of still getting over the fact that there's school and all those types of like serious things but oh lord i know, I know. so life mm. goes on but anyway so let's talk about you okay what is it like being you i mean it has to be it has to be interesting it has to be amazing to be like a trailblazer and a trendsetter I mean, and all those you know, things the- a part of my role as a trailblazer or a, a role model is that um, I feel like it's important to have a role model. My community, it's important for, for my community have, mm-hmm. to have a role model. It's important for the process of change for the entire trans community. So it's my pleasure to, to play a small role in that for sure. I mean, it has to be fulfilling, right? To be able to help it's people. Definitely, it's definitely fulfilling. I do... I do seem to feel like you know I don't live my I don't live at that address at the trans address I just live at the female address right. I'm just a girl right. you know and just uh, I sometimes feel like this, this is a lot of responsibility to throw at throw throw at somebody like myself somebody who doesn't really fully embrace that journey mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I mean I just I mean if I had my druthers to be honest with you I'd just rather just be a woman that just went throughout her life. Yeah, I understand um, what you're saying. You I know, get that. Yeah. And I, all my friends are, are are basically heterosexual, cisgender people. I have a lot of girlfriends, and I really don't have that many trans friends. And I do have a son, which I absolutely love, and I, I love the whole community. I just I just don't live at that address. So I understand that, yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah, yeah well, I yeah. mean, because it's been basically what you've identified with and what you have felt felt that you are as a person forever, right? So like, yeah, it would be, you know, it would be strange for you to think of yourself any differently. So Right, totally. You get it. I I definitely get it. it. I do get it. But I also think a lot of people feel the same way you do. I don't think that they think or identify only as trans. I think they think that they were born and they are who they are. They won't say it, though. You know, I'm a front stabber, I'll say it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, the best part about it is the freedom of just being who you are. You know what I mean? And that's what I think you probably inspire people to do and to be and to live their life. Because honestly, like, what's the point of wasting your time not being who you are? That's pretty. Oh, my God. Life is so short. It is super short. It is super short. I know that's so cliche and everything, but it really is. And the older we get, the more we realize it. So... Anthony would know. I mean, I mean he's fifty-five. Uh, uh, I, 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 I was going to tell her I was eighty-one. Did you hear she whispered? No, I was going to tell her I was eighty-one. So she said, "Wow, he looks great for eighty-one." Too bad but, I know but, your you birthday. Just, you just blew me up. I've seen your birth certificate. But I, I have a question. Sure. You know the mooch sure, or the question. The mooch always. Oh, he's a very curious. No, guy. because I'm sure you're asked this all the time, but I haven't heard it mm-hmm. from you, so I'm just curious. So, uh, what is the skin product that we, I use? We we had Kate. Had, yeah, I'm going to ask about skin in a second. Thank you, Neil. But I was, I was going to say that uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, yes, um, who I had the opportunity to interview at one of our conferences, uh, sort of, I don't know what the right expressions are, so forgive me if I'm not using the right language, but she sort of mm-hmm. decided to make the transition to who she really is um, in like the mid Sixties, I guess she was sixty-two, three or four. I right. don't know the exact age. Yeah, right. But if I remember from your story, you came out at age eighteen. 
I I had like came out at like like thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, yeah, I'm well, sorry. Okay, right, okay. But she, I, right. she said but, she knew since but her. I actually had my memories. surgery at the, when I was eighteen okay. years old. Okay, okay. So you, I could legally do it. I did it. I understand. Okay, so so that's my point. I guess that's where I'm going with this. Is that. Uh, that's very pioneering. It's very cor- courageous. And I'm not saying that Caitlin isn't. I, I give her all the props in the world as well. But different people are willing to express their true selves at different times. So what was the ingredients well, that allowed you I think a lot to... goes into that. But Lauren, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I read um, a little bit about you and your family life. And I think your parents were supportive of you as a person and had unconditional love Available you know, to you. I'm, I, you're 100% correct. My parents were the most beautiful, amazing people ever. And I would never be this woman if it wasn't for them. They just embraced everything about me, everything about my transition. They welcomed my boyfriends into my life. They let me dress how I wanted. I mean, they bought me makeup. They had, had my friends over and, and encouraged us to be who we were. It was a beautiful thing. Right. So, yeah, I'm very blessed that way. So no, I think... That's. I wasn't trying to answer the question for you, but I just feel like, depending on yeah. your background and your family, where you're from, your religion, there's so many different components that go into people's psyche and their lifestyle, and if they're even, if it's even available to them to be that emotionally um, available to themselves Out to there, yeah. to live it, you know, um, some people just aren't aren't backed enough by their family or their whatever it is to be able to come out and be who they want to be. I I think family has a lot to do with it. Family has so much to do with it. Well, not only this, but any decision that you make. I mean, going to school, everything. Any big life decision. Life decision. If you have the support of your family, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, because then you feel bolstered and you have the courage to do whatever you want to do. Like you said, no matter what it is. So, and I, I learned how to eat well from my mother. My mother was an amazing chef, and she cooked only healthy food. It was amazing. You're the second person who's told me that this week. We met somebody the other night who... You, you're making it, me feel bad about the bacon I just had for lunch. Did you eat bacon? It's on Sammy's... Let me just explain to you. My, my assistant usually orders me lunch. You have to understand, like, I'm a very needy person, and I'm, you know, a total diva. So they go to lunch at a beautiful restaurant... <laughs> They we asked nothing. you if you wanted something. And then, and then I go into the, I'm back at the office, there's like a little bag, it's got Sammy on it, it was a bacon, I mean, she's pregnant, she's eating bacon, I don't know, she had bacon, she's okay. bacon, cheddar cheese, and a chicken cutlet. I just ate it, I've been burping it from like <laughs> one o'clock, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah, and then, hours of uh, Lauren's mom wasn't, yeah. pr- wasn't yeah. making those for yeah, Your mother would not be approving of that. <laughs> no, not that or, one. Or the smell no. of these burps, actually, she wouldn't be oh, approving of that Oh, that's either. disgusting. I just thought I'd throw it out there. No. Okay, so, so I literally throw it out there. Yeah, exactly. So, so, Into the so, universe, the air. So I want to. I want to. Uh-huh. Is, is it okay if I ask a couple more questions? So what uh, was it? Totally. What was it like? What, so what was it like <laughs> being on the Real Housewives of Miami? Why'd you agree to do the program? And and uh, what were your con- concerns? You know, obviously, uh, Deirdre was rumored to be heading in that direction. They told her they had no interest, and we moved on. That's just, not just what curious. happened. That's not exactly. What you know, happened. my my right, friend, um, my friend Herndon Graddock, who was the president of Glad at the time, I believe he was having conversations with Andy about having a trans housewife on the show, and I don't think they were quite ready for that then. So they pulled me on as a friend of a friend, which was great. I mean, I loved the experience, and I loved well most of the ladies on the show. 
um, it was it was an amazing experience. I mean, like anywhere I go in the world now, people know who I am, and it's only from that, really. You know. So you basically had a positive experience there, then. I had a great experience. The guys from Purveyors of Pop were amazing. I mean, Anna Consonis, she's she was. Am- I mean, there were so many amazing moments. Yeah, and amazing, and so much fun filming. Two seasons. It was it was really really fun. Yeah, I think you probably went about it in the best way because you were brought in like you said as a friend of a friend and it's not there's not as much pressure on you to be whatever you want to be I don't know what the word is but I mean don't you see all those people that get divorced and that's what I'm saying I don't know it just goes awry and so yeah I don't know so I couldn't have imagined my at, at, at the time of shooting I was dating this boy Corey and he used to be the um the boyfriend of one of Marisol's assistants and I can't imagine if they'd had the television cameras on us all the time in, in, in the house. It would have been, I don't know, it would have been crazy. I don't know if I could take that. I don't know either. I always wonder about you probably. These... I mean, you should think very carefully about doing it. I mean, it's it's a lot. Well, no, I'm not doing it. Don't worry. Aren't I'm you? not doing You're it. You're not going to do it? No, it's too much. Well, first of all, um, I decided... I did the interview process, but I decided along the way that I, if they asked me, I wasn't going to do it. But then they politely did contact me and told me they went in a different direction, and which I totally get. Because then once I saw who they were looking at instead of me, I get it because I'm not, um, you know, I'm, I'm a mom. I have two young kids. I'm happily married and I'm probably boring. So, you know, I think they want people who are, I'm not boring yeah, in life. Didn't Jill? Didn't they go back with Jill? I, Jill Zarin? Yeah. Well, no, she's not back. No, actually, no. I saw her recently, and she's she's doing her own thing. She's got her um, she's doing like a rug business. She took over some of the fabric stuff her husband used to do, oh, and she's right. doing her own kind of stuff. But she's a very nice woman. I liked her. She's a nice lady. Yeah. Yeah, but um, nope. So anyway, I'm not doing it. But I'm happy that it worked out for you because a, a lot of the times people do um, grow themselves and whatever they're interested in or whatever they're. Um, you know, vibe is they they can sp- you know somehow spin something off of the show and make the best of it. So I'm glad that that worked out for you. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was a very positive experience, and and, and I love Andy. He's great, and I loved all. I just loved. It. I thought it was, it was good. It was a good thing. Okay, good. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And what, yeah. do you have any more questions? Or no, what, I got, I got tons I? of questions. Okay, I mean, go ahead. You can, no, I'm going to let go, him no. be the question no, person. No, no, no. Go. No, go. You, you're go. plugged in, baby. No, go ahead. I no need to be plugged no in. But I can't wait to talk about Lauren, Donald Lauren, have you Trump. ever seen a picture oh, of my wife? You, wait. Lauren wants to what? talk about Donald Trump. So it's about the orange lunatic? Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Um, well, Lauren, my wife's hot, though, right? I mean, let's talk about my wife. The, the wife is, is super hot. Don't she's, be rude. Right. She's no, hot, can right? I just tell you guys something? So we, yeah. we had what? a meeting this morning, and um, this is something that has also happened to me three times in the past seven days where I meet somebody, and uh, clearly they have Googled me, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you look a lot better in person. And I'm always thinking to myself, that's nice, but oh that's sort God, of like a backhanded comment. No, I know I'm not photogenic, but I'm like trying to think, well, okay, so... 
what does that really mean? You know, is that like no, you were busted online, but you're okay in person? Or I don't know. Yeah. I think they think they're being nice, but it's weird. I think so. Well, people, you know, some people don't. Know, people are awkward. Right, you want to talk about the Trumpster, right? Because he, you know, the thing about the Trumpster, he wants us to talk about him. Right? Trump you know is that? crazy. Oh, is that, well, then let's oh, talk he's, about him. No, 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 no. I want to talk about it because I. Uh, I, I he'll never I, hear this. Trust me. He's definitely no, not no, sitting around listening to our podcast. He probably listens to every single thing, I'm sure. No, no. We're, trust me. We're in well, his, he does we're in watch his, a lot of TV. We're in his melon because there's not a lot of brain up there. So, you know, we're inside the melon space. there. Mm. You know, the funny part about it is that he was going after my uh, my best friend from uh, law school. Sister is Deborah Messing. And so she's oh, been wow. re- she's been retweeting my stuff because obviously she can't stand him either. And so that's why he's going after. He's not. He, you think he cares about his donors in L.A.? This guy doesn't care about anybody. He could kill. No one known in L.A. likes him. No, he's going after. So is it her any better? In, in the, I mean, L.A. L.A. He like we went there for the Golden Globes last year, and this is when Anthony was still on the Trump train. We were literally like lepers at the Golden Globes. So I'm assuming it's probably even worse now, right? It's, I, I think so. I mean, I I know a lot of people, not a lot, but maybe like a handful of people that were Trump that are Trump supporters, and no one talks to them. Their social lives are, Isn't are that like so crazy. Like Politics have seeped into well, every aspect of, him. It's of his life. Personality. Well, I, I think that's just Donald Trump. Yes, he's become incredibly as despicable as a human yeah. being. Is that true? I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I know I it's mean, he's a shameful person. I agree. Trust me. Trust me. I totally agree. I just <sighs> I was wondering more if it has anything to do i know he has a lot to do with it but i know social media has also spun everyone out of control because we all know what everyone is thinking at all times about every single thing and we have like absolutely no break from each other as humans and i think that just doubles down on the angst and all of the um you know anxiety that people have i think we make it worse like do you like social media or what's your take on social media um you know i like social media to a certain extent i liked it i used to like it a lot more but now i just find that it's people posturing and 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 like i mean if i see another shirtless selfie of of somebody i'm just gonna i, yeah, I shouldn't say right. that because i just posted myself coming out of myself coming out of the ocean in a bikini so I <laughs> saying that <laughs> but you know i mean it's, it was just one post in like the last week it wasn't like wolf two a day no in the grand scheme of things that's way less than most people post honestly yeah i'm almost done with facebook instagram i find interesting and because it is kind of i do love twitter though i still love twitter like if 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 there's something going on like an election or 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 a, or a catastrophe or or a, or a celebrity something you can always get the dirt on Twitter right easily. It's an amazing instant gratification news feed. instant yeah. gratification. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I agree. That's why I always... So I'm with you. I'm all, I, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I kind of got rid of it because it was like too locally kind of like... I don't know what the word is. but I mean, I still have it because I still have all my friends in South Africa and my brothers in Australia. So I keep in contact kind of like that but you know yeah i mean you have it for for people that you actually know and i get that i have that kind of situation too but twitter is like i feel like if i don't have it i don't know what's going on in the world it's kind of addicting but at the same time it's kind of so negative like just people just hop on that thing to bash other people like it's their job and i'm like people are nasty what is up but i feel like social media has brought out 
I don't know which came first. So are people really that inherently nasty or is it just now we have a platform and so we our our true colors are coming out? Like I don't know. I don't I mean, wake I up in like the to, morning. I would and, like to think that people are nice, but I have a feeling like a lot of them are not. Right? And this just gives them the way to the vehicle to be not so nice. I know. It makes and me they hide behind it almost, you know? They do. Keyboard warriors. Most of those people yeah, don't really no. say who they are. or Not front stabbers. They're not front stabbers at all, exactly. right, Mooch? No, no, not at all. Um, you should give a course on that. Well, I yeah. mean, listen, I mean, I'm I'm pretty basic guy. Like, at the end of the day, the imbecile went after my wife on Twitter. I'm loyal to my family. Really? I, yeah, of course. He's a lowlife. He's a lowlife bully. Oh, my God. And that's what he does to people. So at the end of the day, look, I could care less about the guy. I mean, I'm loyal to my family. You know, if you're gonna go after my wife or one of my kids or my parents, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a fight with a guy like me. I have no problem with that. So I yeah. mean, the key the key thing is that we've got to defeat him because he is. I mean, I'm allowed to say this is my podcast, but he's batshit crazy. Okay, so we have to defeat no, him. Totally. He's living in the White House by himself. Uh, his wife doesn't even live there, apparently. A love he's, note to Melania. He, he's in the uh, uh, the silo, uh, talking to himself, and right. uh, no advisors. Uh, Bolton just left, obviously. Pompeo and uh, Mnuchin are humoring him. That. Did he leave today? Yeah, yeah, he left today. And and let me just say this to you: There's a hundred senators, uh, a normal president. Lauren, a normal president, there's 100 senators. If a normal president reached into the Senate and asked one of them to be the Secretary of State, they'd be like, 100%, I'm doing that. We got the Secretary of State running for the Senate. He's trying to get as far away from the orange blob as he possibly can, right? So so it's just that you know, everyone is in a free well, fall. Well, it's a testament to his yeah, personality it's just, words, I mean, That's one of the most prestigious, august jobs in the world, to be the American Secretary of State. And this guy's going to run for the Senate to get away from the lunatic. Wait, I have a question, Lauren. So do you think this administration has impacted the LG, like the trans community or the LGBTQ community at all? In oh, any for sure. Way? I mean, the, Negatively, I think the positively, goal of or? his erratic behavior is to erase the existence of all minorities. I mean, that's kind of shameful. I just don't know how he grew up in New York because we're native New Yorkers and... Our parents are too, and it's like, how do you grow up in New York City and have these world views? I don't understand what rock. I mean, Hitler just... grew up in beautiful Germany. Uh, Austria. I know, but he grew up in Austria. Actually. Well, you yeah. would just believe. Did he grow up in Austria? Yeah, he, up, he was in Austria. He was Austrian. I he know. was an Austrian. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. but I don't know. I just can't believe that. You know, we're surrounded by every person. Every you know, it's very diverse. So it's just odd to think that that could actually be the truth, but. I mean, you would feel it and know it if it was... I mean, I'm just angry that we have a president of the free world who does not validate all minority voices, mm -hmm. all humans within our borders, especially in the trans world, mm -hmm. specifically the trans world. So, I mean, like, who is this man? Why is he... I mean, no good can come of this, definitely. I know. I know... Um, have so we, we talking about enough about him, Mitch? No, no, I, I look, I, I look, like I said, you I'm, know what I want to talk I'm about? fascinated that we got to this situation. But to me, I was with him. I made a bad hiring decision. I'm not a politician. I'm more of an entrepreneur. Sometimes you make a hiring decision. The person's a disaster. Then you got to fire the person. And you got to move on. I mean, that's it. Right. That's all this right. is to me. It's not like him. Don't like him. Hey, I have no personal relationship with the guy. And as far as I'm concerned, he's just not doing a good job. He doesn't represent the country well. 
And the first name of our country, Lauren, whatever our differences are, the first name of the country is United. Okay, we have to figure out a way to treat each other like we're part of the same family, even if there's some levels of dysfunction or some levels of disagreement. And we have a patriarchal person at the top that's very, very sick. Just go look through five or six weeks of his activity. If he was at a publicly traded company or he was running your hospital, whatever he was doing, you'd say, okay, we can't have that guy do that anymore. Take the car keys away. That's my (laughs) point about the guy. Well, I have this to say, ready? Um, I'm reading, well, I was reading earlier because we're talking about social media and Facebook, but that there's an app that, may have communicated to Facebook about the last time you had sex. So mm, can you God. imagine? Do you think that's real? I'm in good shape then. Uh, You're in me good too. Shape? Really? <laughs> I hope you are too. I mean, maybe you don't remember. Lauren, I'm saying I'm in good shape, but she's like, really? I mean, I, I don't know. I maybe, mean, maybe she, maybe sex I'll, at some point? Hey, Lauren, let me just tell you something. Okay, in our sex life, sometimes it's necrophilia, but it works for me. I okay? just want to make sure you know that. Well, are I you mean, trying to you say now young... that there was collusion? Oh, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> and when you have two little kids, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? I don't but, care. I'm sure. I mean, Roof. I'm sure. just Roof. saying. Roof. But Roof. okay, but so. This... so uh, tell me more about this app. God, no, I okay, must so, make sure that I so, don't have it. I know, but I mean. I guess, okay, so basically let's go back a few steps because I, I actually okay. use this thing where it tracks, I use one of these apps that track my period. Okay. And I guess, you and, know. And who you sync with? And what? And who you sync with? I, I mean, I don't, I just use it so I know when I'm getting my period. Well, but I'm only syncing with one person. No, I mean, but I don't put right. down what? any information. No, no, about, women, women's periods sync with each other. Oh, they around oh, each other. Yeah. No, no, no. Like Anthony's like thinking about like, sinking thinking his like parts into things. Fornication so, and copulation. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I don't know. Right, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I thought it was sink. No, so this like is just S-I-N-K. so I know when I'm going to get it. But okay. the bottom yeah, line is sure. you can, I guess there's women who share like all their intimate details on the app. Like if they had sex, wow. like if, yeah, whatever. And I don't do that. I just mark down the date. So <laughs> I suppose Light people. Light a candle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I suppose people like are snooping on this kind of app and finding out when people are boning and if they use contraception and all that. Is this like, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, if you're on a dating app, which who isn't on a dating app, you might not be because you're married, but if you're single. (laughs) Not currently. (laughs) (laughs) Look, now I know Anthony's not listening because I said I'm not currently on a dating app and I didn't even flinch. Okay, go on. I'm I'm listening, but I'm like somewhat horrified. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to respond. Okay. Best effort. When was the last time you were on a dating app? You could tell me. Never. You've never been on a dating app? <laughs> you and I started dating before dating apps. Okay. Yeah, well, did right. you have a, good. Wasn't there a little break in your marriage there for a couple of months? You should might course. have been on that dating app then. I, the only person app? I was dating at that point was my uh, newborn. I was. He had a date oh, with my okay. boob oh, every you had night. A newborn. Okay, yeah. so you weren't dating. Then. No, I was not That's dating. Sure. You don't yeah. date when you're pregnant or birthing. birthing. Right, it was a bad moment. Just you're bringing up the bad moments. I mean, come on. I was falling in love with you. Now all of a sudden, you're bringing bad moments. Oh, you up. don't have. Okay, you don't have to fall in love with me. It's no, all good. No, I'm talking about okay, her. I was so, being nice to oh, her. Lauren. Lauren. Oh, Lauren. Okay, I was like, this, what is this? Every day you fall in and out of love with me. Oh my God! Shut up! I love you. I love you. Okay, so anyway, 
what were we talking about besides this, this dating app? app. Okay, where, well, where is this? What is the name of this dating app? Well, it's app? not really a dating app. Away. It's more of a menstruation cycle app. So if you oh, don't, oh, I yeah. picture that was a dating app. No, I mean I'm sure that that exists also, but I don't think, I don't think it's gone there yet on dating apps. But what else should we talk about? Let's talk about um, Variety magazine. So you were honored, right? You were 2019. I was honored as the first woman of empowerment, especially trans woman of empowerment. By so that's awesomeness. That no? was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. So was it like? Did they have a whole, you know? Um, Oh, they dinner, had a ceremony, lunch, and the whole thing. Yeah, they had like like four hundred people dinner at the Fountain Blue. It was really cool. It was lovely, and I had all my friend, girlfriends there with me, and we had a great day. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, it is nice to be recognized for things, especially yeah. bravery. No, but Courage. now in this day well, and age, also, positivity. Also honoring my work here at UM. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so tell it, us more about it, your role at the hospital. Um, my role at the hospital. Well, there's a whole other side of me, um, which is my commitment to advocate for my for my community, which is not you know it's not glamorous, it's not housewives, it's a whole different thing. Um, I'm part of the care team here. I also educate and liaise with family members and loved ones that come into the clinic. Um, and that's a, there's a whole another part of my role that I enjoy, and that I'm the director of concierge services here as well at UM, which falls under the umbrella of patient experience. So, you know, people want to be known and cared for with, I don't know, with compassion and kindness and see a smiling face. And this all falls into the domain of patient experience. Mm-hmm. So I kind of love that. I, I, I fell into this role and I love it. I love my bosses. I love working here. I have a lot of respect from all the doctors and people that I work with. It's a very, very cool thing. I love my job. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing more scary than being in an in a hospital environment. So whenever, oh I mean, and I could say that from Nothing. personal experience. So I, when there is somebody that's like a beacon of light in that situation, I mean, there are people that helped me and my family when my dad was sick and all this stuff that I will never forget. And I, some of them I still keep in touch with because they were literally like a port in the storm, you know, and someone you could rely on to always make you feel better in the worst of times. And just from talking to you and, you know, getting your vibe, you have a warmth about you that I'm sure a lot of people take a lot of comfort in, in um, some serious times. Amen. I and totally, you know, totally it's a, it's see that, by the thing. way. Yeah. It's, it's a, a great blessing. Thing. It's a real blessing. Yeah. It's a total blessing. And, and I loved making people smile and making them feel that they're going to be okay. Things like, especially like in the ER, for instance. I mean, I'm, I'm down in the ER a lot. I mean, I find it kind of exhilarating because I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie, mm-hmm. but it's people are there, they're scared, they're terrified. If I can walk around and, and make them feel comfortable and make them feel that everything is going to be okay, then wow, my work's done. Yeah. And you go home and you feel so good, right? I feel so good about myself when I go home and that's a great thing, you know? I agree. I always say to myself, at some point when our kids are a little bit older, I would love to give back what I got when I was going through some, you know, health issues with my family. And um, I feel like it's just a, a fulfilling thing to to make people feel better like that. So I'm happy for you. Yeah, I no, think that you probably thing. love Thank it. Thank you. And, yeah, um, no, I love it. I love awesome. it. So one last question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like my, I mean, have you lived any, tell us about your growing up, because you're obviously from South Africa, so 
do you like living in this country? Do you love Miami? I love you- living in. I love living. I love Miami Beach. I love. I'm always on the on on the. I, I love being in a bikini. I'm always on the beach. I love the weather here. I love the men here. I love the food here. I just I just love I love I mean I my apartment literally hangs over the water. So it's it's very So you cool. found your I place, right? I found my place and in I more actually, ways than one. My friend Marianne Williamson, who's a dear, dear friend, she actually read my cards one day, like sixteen years ago and she said, Hmm, you're going to be moving and you'll be surrounded by water and I'm like, What? This is when I was in New York. And like two months later, I moved to Miami. Isn't that crazy? I love her, by the way, Marianne Williamson. I love Marianne. She's a very dear friend of mine. You can tell she's got a very cool uh, way about her. Yeah, she's a cool lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So also I want to ask you just a little bit, tell us before we let you go um, about your website and um, justanothergirl.org. So everyone Just knows another, how to it's find you. It's basically kind of like a nice way f- for anybody, and it's PG um, rated, so anybody, a child can go on there. And I also have my Facebook page, which is also just another girl on Facebook. And it basically just chronicles the life of a, of a trans person from A to Z, from when we first start taking hormones or what it's like. And I, I, I interject my own life into there because mm-hmm. I want to make it look, I'm all, all about normalizing this experience for sure. You know, I don't want anybody to look at me differently. Right. I don't want every, anybody to look at me like I'm a science experiment or something like that. No, I want right. to, I, I want anybody to look at me and go, oh, there's that girl that works in patient experience or there's that girl that was on the beach last weekend or, you know, something right. like that. I, that's how I, it should be. Yeah. Right. So. But so this is basically a resource for anybody and everybody. For anybody who's, who's, who's trans or trans identifying. Okay. That's a good thing yeah. to know. These are the kinds of things Thanks we need. Spe- oh, of course, cool. because I think these are the kinds of things that people need. Um, because a lot of people are afraid to ask questions and um, resources like this are priceless. Um, and I think we also need a lot of um, positivity and backing each other up and just supporting each other and whatever you know facet of life it is. I think it's always good to know that there's people who are out there that want to help other people. Yeah, and that's what you're doing. Kids. Yeah, especially young kids. I love, I love, if I, I love when I help young kids and they smile and they're happy and you know, I mean that that's the reward for me. And by the way, those are the people that forever remember those experiences and they actually take something away from it. So kids are special. Yeah, they're the future. They are, and they're special. You they know? really are. So I just want to thank you for this all your so work. Much fun. And well, I'm we're going to come down to Miami and hang out yeah. with you, even though you didn't invite yeah, us. We're coming sure. here. <laughs> I'm in New York. I'm gonna get. I'll call Neil and I'll and uh, and and see if we can get. I'm gonna be in town. Get a meal or or a coffee or yeah, a drink or whatever. But totally. definitely look us up, and um, we'll do the same one when we're in Miami. I will for sure. Thanks, Deirdre. thank you thanks, for thanks, being Mitch. on. Hey, great thanks to be on. on. Hey, thank you for everything. Long. Have a great, great week. Thanks, you too, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.